Hi, this is Becky. I am so excited to share this episode with you. It's from our very first Journey to Wholeness sponsored Girls Retreat. In today's episode, you'll hear from our guest, Nicole Seleski of Sunshine International. She's a family nurse practitioner who is committed to practicing holistic health care and putting Christ at the center. Nicole brought us an amazing session about the body and its amazing ability to heal from the impact of trauma, toxins, and thoughts. You're going to love this episode. You are not broken. Let's pray. Father God, I thank you so much for these beautiful women that are here. Lord, I just pray that you soften their hearts to hear what you have to say to them, Lord, that they can really let that sink in, that you did not make any of us broken, but that the healing is yours and that you want to restore them to wholeness, mind, body, spirit. Amen. I just wanted someone to give me a diagnosis, right? Because I was crawling. I just wanted someone to say, oh, you have rheumatoid arthritis, or you have this type of eczema, or you have this. And I was searching for those answers. And how many times do we go after doctor, 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 wanting to have some answers? All we want is a diagnosis. And I'm going to tell you right now, a diagnosis does not give you any answers. It gives you the consequence right? A diagnosis is the devil's dialect. When you have a list of symptoms that happens to fall under the umbrella of a diagnosis, that's all that it is. When I was in nurse practitioner school, there's three pillars. There is, there is human assessment. How can you assess your patient? Pathophysiology, not physiology or how the body works, but pathophysiology, the disease state of the body. Let's give it a name. And number three, pharmacology. Let's give it a drug. Okay, those are the three pillars of nurse practitioner school. So everyone that becomes a nurse practitioner, that's what it's based off of. But do you understand the minute that you have a diagnosis, now you have a word to speak over your life every single day? I have Hashimoto's. I have diabetes. Well, that's just my fibromyalgia acting up. That's my arthritis. I rebuke that in the name of Jesus. That is not your portion, and don't you walk around like you own it. It is not yours to keep, because it was not given to you by God. Do you understand that? So there is freedom in that. And I'm sorry if I'm emotional, but this is what people come into every day. They think that they have no hope because someone told them in a white coat that this is something that you just have to deal with for the rest of your life, and it is not. I don't care what your diagnosis is. I care how your body functions. A diagnosis, like I said, is just a group of symptoms that falls under the category. And if you start to believe the devil's dialect, it will keep on festering and it'll grow and it'll grow. The devil wants to keep you sick because it keeps you further from God. In fact, in Luke 10, 9, it says, heal the sick and say to them, the kingdom of God has come near to you. Do you understand with healing, you're getting closer and closer to the kingdom of God? When we, when we pass away, what do they say? All of, the, all of the sickness is gone. That's who God is. Let me give you an analogy. Your body never makes a mistake. If, we, if, you, if I were to strip you all naked and throw you in the middle of the forest in the dead of winter, your body's going to start to shiver, right? Shivering's a symptom. 
right? Shivering's uncomfortable. Maybe your fingers and your toes are going to turn black and they're going to fall off because you're frostbit. And you're like, oh my gosh, that was so painful. And then the next day you go to the doctor and you're like, I don't know what happened yesterday, but man, I was shivering uncontrollably and my fingers and my toes turned black and they fell off. And gosh, I don't want that to ever happen again. And the doctor says, okay, here's a little pill. You take this next time you start shivering, it'll calm it down. Do you understand if you would have taken that pill and you stopped shivering, you would have died? Shivering is your body's natural physiological response to that environment. It's helping to get all the blood to the vital organs, to the brain, to the heart, to the gut. Because you can live without fingers and toes, but you can't live without a beating heart, right? And so that was your body's design to do that. Listen, do you understand a tumor? If you have cancer, or you know someone that does, a tumor is the body's very intelligent design to entrap those cells that are non-self and growing out of control and keep it in one place. Because if it would have gone haywire all over the body, you would have died a lot sooner. The body doesn't make a mistake. We do. It's our environment and the things that we do to our bodies. You know, God doesn't make junk. How many times do we believe that God made junk or he made a mistake when he made us? If he so brilliantly put the earth, moon, and stars in orbit, and he made the, the sun and, and the, the waves crash against and the mountaintops and the beautiful sunset, and we look at that and we say, what a beautiful creation. In the same breath, we look at the mirror and think that he made a mistake as if it was not the same creator that made both. You do understand if he cares that much about the landscape of the mountaintops, how much more does he care for you that's made in his own image? He never gave up on you once you reach a certain age. Your body hasn't failed you. That was never his intention. Are you believing that God is not who he says he is? He is Jehovah Rapha, our healer. But he's also a God of justice, and there will be consequences for our decisions, but that's not his heart. It's his form of correction. Sometimes we get offended by that correction because it's easier to be the victim than it is to make changes, than to do the work and reflect. And listen, I spent eight years of my life learning medicine. I'm not 100% against medicine. There's a time and a place for it. But let's do some thinking. If your house is on fire, who are you going to call? The fire department, right? How come you didn't say a dentist? They've got a hose. <laughs> right? Because a dentist is not the right person for the job. So if your house is on fire, if you're having a heart attack, please don't give me a call. Get your butt to the ER. Right? And what they're going to do... So if your house is on fire, what, what is the fire department going to do? They're going to come in. They're going to take their axe. They're going to go through your, your, uh, your front door. They're going to spray down all your walls. They're going to ruin your family pictures. And in the five minutes they've been there, they've ruined everything that you own, and you stand there grateful. They're going to pat themselves on the back and say, look, we put out the fire. We did such a great job. But can you live in that house? That, that house is going to grow toxic, Right? Our long-term plan can't be just to take a hose and spray down the walls every single day. Eventually, those walls are going to decay. They're going to start to rot. There's no healing in that. Maybe the problem was that the electric was miswired. 
Maybe you think it's a good idea to put your curling iron in with the newspaper bin. Maybe you gotta stop doing that. Right? So in order to fix it, it takes the carpenter. And that's what I do at the Wellness Way, is I try to figure out why did this happen? How is your body responding to this? So that we can work on your foundation, decreasing inflammation, getting your gut right, balancing your hormones, so that you can achieve full healing. So, all right, I need a firm yes, or I need a no. No Stevie Wonders going on, okay? When you, so if you're, if you are having an emergency, you need to go to the emergency room, yes or no? Yes. Okay, when you get into the emergency room and they put an IV in your veins, is that good for your body? If you're having a heart attack, is that good for your body? Okay. Here's where I'm going to challenge you. It will save your life, but is it good for your body? There is not a medication on the world that does not come without side effects, right? So although you'll be alive, there is still going to be side effects every single time, right? And so if you believe that if that, that IV is good for your body, that's why we're sick, because we're confusing survival with healing, and we've become the most medically advanced society in the world, and we're living longer and longer, but what is that quality of life? And if we're supposed to be so great, how are we doing with heart disease? How are we doing with cancer? How are we doing with all these other problems? And how come there's so many sick people? And if there's so many sick people, I'm just gonna say it, how else are they supposed to make money? Because if you're well, they don't have customers. And they're creating lifelong customers. The, the, what I tell a patient on day one is, I want you to fire me as soon as possible. It's a really funny business model, because you'd think the longer you can keep them, the more money you can make. But nope, because if you can get people well, they send you all your friends. I'd rather be able to funnel through a million people in my lifetime than keep the same 100,000. Right? We live in a quick fix society. We get the fast food, we take the pill, and we trust that over God's design. It's time for us to start to support our immune system, feeding it what it needs, so that you can actually fight it when you come in contact with a virus. We put our trust in medicine, government, vaccinations, doctors, giant industries that profit off of six people as if it's our only lifeline, much more than we even put our trust in ourselves and God's intelligent design. You can drive to these beautiful cancer centers as cancer is one of the most lucrative illnesses in the industry, but do you understand if there was nobody sick, if we were doing so well, they couldn't be able to afford those beautiful centers? And that hurts. Because almost all of us know someone that's been affected by cancer. But if we were doing so good, why is that the case? There should be an anomaly. And well-intentioned doctors are stuck in a system where they make lifelong customers because the only tool that they have to help you heal are the things that keep you sick. It keeps the walls rotting. It's easier to take a pill than it is to change our lifestyle, yet medical errors is the third leading cause of death in America, right behind heart disease and cancer. 250 to 400,000 people die every single year because of medical error. Yet doctors are the most trusted 
occupation in the entire world above and beyond even our pastors. I'm just going to, because I can't do a talk without talking about birth control, I'm going to go there for a minute. I believe that 100% a lot of my issues stemmed from my long-term use of birth control. You understand birth control doesn't fix your hormones. It puts you into an artificial menopause. It gives you a synthetic form of estrogen and progesterone, and it keeps your hormones like this. And then when your brain sees that there's already hormone there, it's, it's brilliant. And it says, well, I don't need to make extra. So it essentially shuts your ovaries off, which is how you can prevent a pregnancy. But did you know that if you take birth control, your chances of a cardiac event, number one killer for women, increases by 160%. That if you've used birth control for a long term, your chance of breast cancer goes up 26%. And, but yeah, there's, there's no correlation, nothing to see here. They, wanna, they basically give it out like candy. And I'm going to say something really bold, but because the majority of my practice is women, I would say that probably 80% of them wouldn't even be there if it wasn't for birth control. Birth control isn't fixing you. It's covering up a problem. And so if you're on birth control, we need to, first of all, you don't need to wean yourself off. So this is a free consult. Just stop today. And then let's test your hormones and see where they're at. Let's figure out why they go haywire. And I get it. It's a cool thing to do. There's birth control. Everyone's doing it. And everyone's sick. That was never God's intention. Exodus 23, 26 says, there will be no miscarriages or infertility in your land. He knew this was going to be a problem way before this began. And when he speaks, he says, there will be no miscarriages or infertility in your land, yet one in eight suffer from infertility and one in four lose their baby. 25%. That's not okay. You know, there, like I said, there's a time and a place for medicine. If you have a, an acute concern, please go, go get the cast. Save your body. Save your life. But then we got to also ask, what can we do to prevent this from happening again? You know, Thomas Jefferson once said, okay, so think about this for a minute. FDA. Food and Drug Administration. So the same people that are in control of your food are also in control of the medication, and somehow they're supposed to be the, the experts on health. Riddle me that. How great is our food right now? In fact, did you see that article? This is maybe a squirrel, but did you see that Bill Gates wants us all to eat synthetic meat? Like, what the heck is that? Okay, so, so, so with that... Thomas Jefferson said a hundred years before the FDA was created, if people let government decide what foods they eat and what medicine they take, their bodies will soon be in as, as, starry, as in as sorry a state as are the souls of those who live under tyranny. Mm. Oh boy. I'm not going to go down a political rabbit hole. Okay. So how much more... Could our body experience healing if we put our faith in God's innate design for our bodies? 1 Corinthians 3.17, if anyone destroys God's temple, God will destroy him. For God's temple is holy and you are that temple. It's time we take some ownership. How are we taking care of ourselves? Now, 
1 Corinthians 6, 19, if that didn't burn. Or so, you, do, you not, or do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God? You are not your own, for God bought you with a high price. So you must honor God with your body. Sweet girl, you are not broken. You are made for more. God knit you together in your mother's womb, and he has a plan and a purpose for your life, and that is not rheumatoid arthritis. That is not fibromyalgia. That is not endometriosis. That is not polycystic ovarian syndrome. That is not Hashimoto's thyroiditis. It's not uncommon for me to lay hands on and pray for my patients. I just, that's just what I do. And I was at a support group uh, in February. They invited me. It was an infertility Christian support group in town. And they invited me to come speak. Um, and at the end, I prayed over every girl. And it was so powerful because as I prayed over every girl, God would give me words of knowledge over spe their specific situation. And um, listen, I, when I, I took a class on healing once, um, when you asked me in middle school what I wanted to be, I always said I want to be a missionary. And I took a class on healing and how to pray for healing. Can God heal you in an instant? Absolutely. But is there sometimes that he places people in our lives to help us? That doesn't make the healing, the miracle, any less his. You know, Sonny's sister, Susan, came in, and it's because of her I have this tattoo. And it's five loaves and two fishes. And I was struggling with this because I had really, really tough cases coming in, like cancer and, and some of these things that I would take it home with me. And I was like, wow, like, that's a lot of pressure. I had um, a couple people that had IVF. They had one embryo left. Like, no pressure. This has got to work. It's costing, costing us $60,000. Which, by the way, so far, everyone, every woman that I've prepped prior to IVF procedure has had a 100% success rate, knock on wood. Oh, thank you. <laughs> now, with that being said, I, um, when I, so what Susan said to me, she's just like, Nicole, and, and she said that some people would told me that they didn't want to come see me because they felt like they trusted God was going to heal them. But we can't trust that God's going to heal us and not change our behaviors, you can't just say, heal me, Lord, on Sunday morning and then go through McDonald's on your way home. I'm sorry. It doesn't work like that. But in my class towards healing, they talked specifically on how you need to command the cells into alignment. So they say, you can pray very specific prayers. So I pray right now in the name of Jesus that the FSH will come down. I pray for specific ovulation on day 14 and that the corpus luteum would develop to just full sufficiency on day 21. And okay, medical terms, right? But that's how I would pray over people. And good Lord, if the rocks were going to cry out, the cells sure as heck can. <laughs> They've got some biology and I'm sorry, but that's the authority that you have in Jesus. One more argument. People say, oh, but it's genetic. <laughs> I hate that argument. There is such thing as generational curses. You do know that. And it ends with you today. 
So let's just take the most common one, the BRCA gene. Okay, so people hear BRCA, their mom had breast cancer, their, their aunt had breast cancer, blah, blah, blah. If you're BRCA positive, then you are doomed to have breast cancer. So that every single year they go get their mammogram and they just wait, is it my turn? First of all, mammogram isn't prevention, it's catching it, right? You're not preventing breast cancer by getting your boobs smushed into a radiological thing every other year, right? So BRCA is actually a tumor suppressor gene. So the only way that it matters is if you have a tumor that needs suppressing. Yet, doctors are advising that if you are BRCA positive, you just chop your boobs off right away. And people do it. They say, well, I don't want cancer, so I'm gonna take my breasts off. Girl, that's, it's not your boobs' fault if you get cancer, right? It's not your genes' fault. It's time we start to take ownership. And I know that that's hard to hear. I have, I, I'm going to raise my hand first. I am not perfect. And I have a lot of people that, that I love very dearly that I've lost to some of these horrible illnesses. But I feel like this is something that God wants his people to know. That his healing is his. Do you realize that in the new world, God said that he's going to use herbs to heal the nations? Did you ever notice that? It's in Ezekiel, and it's in Revelation 22. And the headline for Revelation 22 is Eden Restored. Okay, so Garden of Eden coming down here for Jesus to reign how he intended always. Then the angel showed me the river of the water of life as clear as crystal flowing from the throne of God and of the Lamb down the middle of the great street of the city. On each side of the river stood the tree of life bearing 12 crops of fruit, yielding its fruit every month. And the leaves of the tree are for the healing of the nations. It's right in there. No longer will there be any curse. What did I just say? The throne of God and the Lamb will be in the city, and his servants will serve him. They will see his face, and his name will be on their foreheads. So how do you do what you do, Nicole? I ask the right questions. I don't try to get a bunch of abnormal labs to speak a diagnosis over you. When, I, when God gave me that phrase, a diagnosis is the devil's dialect. Ooh, it gave me goosebumps. There's power in what we speak. And when we speak that over ourselves over and over, our cells listen and they become sick. But what if we flipped that? What if we instead started speaking life? I am fertile. I am strong. I am beautiful. I do not have autoimmune disease. My immune system is in perfect condition. But then match what you say with your actions. A lot of times people say, what is health? And they say, what are the three things that make you healthy? Eating good, nutrition, uh, eating good, exercise, and getting enough sleep, right? So if I cut my finger and I start to bleed, how is that going to heal? Should I go and eat an organic salad? Should I run on a treadmill? Should I take a nap? That's not going to heal, right? So those things are, yes, important for a healthy lifestyle, but how it comes back to is function. So I'll give you one example. If I have someone with endometriosis, nine times out of 10, there's also a yeast concern in the gut. 
yeast um, is a, a birth control is a risk factor for growing yeast within your microbiome. They found in Johns Hopkins a research article that said that yeast and estrogen have the perfect locking key in their receptors to create a huge compound. Okay, so now you have a bigger piece, and what's supposed to break that hormone down to get rid of it is your liver. Okay. So if you have yeast that's releasing these toxicities, it's binding with your estrogen and you have endometriosis, you have too much estrogen, and your liver can't break it down, what is it going to do? It's going to implant on your uterus as scar tissue. Okay? So when someone tells me they want to have a baby and I tell them to go poop in a dish, they kind of look at me funny. But it's important to be able to see what is your microbiome doing? What are you eating that's causing inflammation? How can we detox the toxicity from your body? What causes inflammation? Inflammation is the root of all disease. What causes inflammation? Trauma, toxins, and thoughts. So if you have a physical trauma to your body, if you get in a car accident or you break your arm, obviously your body's going to have to heal. And, and that car accident can throw off your alignment, which is why we love chiropractic. We're really big chiropractic advocates. Most of the guys are chiropractors. I'm the only medical person. So trauma, toxins, the food that we're eating, drinking, consuming, putting on our bodies, wearing as makeup, you know, putting on as perfume, all of that stuff counts. And I got my food allergies tested. I was allergic to kale, okay? So that's supposed to be like the most, you know, healthy food on the planet, but for me it was causing inflammation. How do you know you have to test? And then thoughts. Girlfriend, I don't have an herb to take the, your self-destructive thoughts away. But know that you are a daughter of the king and God does not make a mistake. And you are no exception to the rule. Just as you look in awe at the sunrise and the sunset, I want you to look in awe in the mirror at God's beautiful creation. And we are so hard on ourselves as women that we do nothing but speak death over ourselves, day in and day out. And our diagnosis is just one more thing speaking death over you. And that stops today. Such great information for us, such great exhortation. Nicole really challenged me to be mindful of my body when it comes to my journey to wholeness. Look, if you enjoyed this episode, please like, share, and rate it. Help us get this type of content out to someone who needs it. You can visit our website at j2wholeness.org, the letter J, the number two, wholeness.org at any time for current group offerings in your area, Journey to Wholeness intensives and events, as well as other resources. Thanks for listening today.